uh, Dance Food Dojo Podcast with your boy Tony J-E-H-U. I am on the, the mics with uh, Sky, the dancer. Yo, so I just want to go ahead and get like right into the, the nitty gritty of uh, your life and how you got into dancing. So like, um, how did you get into dancing? Like, were you, was he kind of just like, did you just like, you know, kind of just walked into it or were you sort of born <laughs> dancing? But, so like, how did you get your whole like beginning when it comes to the, the art of dance? Um, I wanted to be a violinist at first. And you know, when you're a kid, you have different ideas of what you want to do. So I was taking violin lessons, but I slowly started to get more interested in dance, mostly because I was at home and I was doing like a Michael Jackson movie. My family was like, yo, you know, you should be a dancer. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I didn't take it seriously at that time. But um, I slowly started to get into it. I was about 11. I think when I first started dancing and I didn't start taking my first lessons until I was in 10th grade at Dr. Phillips um, High School. I was in the visual performing arts program, took some ballet, you know, I was actually put into the intermediate class, which is, you know, just, just above a beginner, which is really weird because I had never taken ballet in my life. So apparently I was, good already you know I was born for it but um since then I had been in um different groups starting with my my uh sisters I was the lead choreographer at least they made me the lead choreographer like it just it just happened I had like natural choreography abilities apparently um so we had our group it was called Breaking the Ice it was a hip-hop Christian dance group and we danced around locally at different churches in Orlando and in different cities and um, and then I, we became a different group after that and like another group after that, just like different members and things like that. And so I just kind of realized how connected I was with dance um, and how much I enjoyed performing. Like it was like a, it's so cliche to say, but when you're dancing and performing, it's like a high, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like seriously and, um, you know, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I got to dancing, you know, just more off of, you know, how people saw my ability as a dancer, and then I, you know, slowly got into it myself, basically. Nice. Yeah, I kind of waltzed in, like, accidentally. I didn't even realize that uh, I could dance until I actually just started. Um, yeah, I was, I, I was, so I was really uh, consuming a lot of, popular R&B artists like R you know R&B artists like uh Armarion and Usher and these guys and so you know you start doing like the little same moves and you mimicking them and then you don't really I mean my parents didn't really take notice of it unfortunately um to like throw me into dance and be like oh okay he can dance uh so it was something that I really didn't realize until like I was like 15 17 years old when I started to develop that ability to like you said that dance high you start dancing by yourself and nothing really matters and um that's when they kind of hit me that okay this is something that this is in my heart now I'm always thinking about it now I'm researching stuff now I'm looking at old school dancers and Mm -hmm. so that's how I kind of walked in the door it wasn't just like oh I want to do that because I think it's uh, profitable or cool or anything like that I just you know you just kind of dancers realize they're dancers when they're dancing I think by themselves 
you know, but you know, they it's something they realize, you know, through whatever means they realize it themselves. Themselves. So that's kind of how I walked in, and um, you know, and that's why uh, that's where I'm at today. So cool, man. Uh, so like, what's what's going on with you today? Like, what do you got going on to now? You got you got some cool projects going on, or uh, I do actually. Um, I have my company, um, Gucci Inc. Not Gucci. If you can mix up with Gucci, it's Gucci G U G G I Inc. It's get up, go get it, Inc. Uh, it was a company that was uh, placed in my spirit um, about like now, about seven years ago. <laughs> and you know how when you get a business, like you just you don't you don't really know what you want to do with it, so you keep putting it on the back burner. That's kind of what I was doing for years. Until two years ago, when I had my first um, uh, Gucci Inc. annual artist showcase, and it was a absolute su- uh, success, and it was it just blew my mind. Um, and the following year um, was actually was really really dope, also. So we're having a, planning my third annual uh, right now for November. This year's theme is a crew exhibition, so we'll have dance crews, um, you know, competing for cash prize money, free gear, and trophies. So uh, it's just really exciting. And I, I really try to throw myself into my work because I, I get easily distracted. And, but I, but I mean, I'm really uh, excited about it. Um, I love to, you know, go down the avenue of trying to, you know, of the uh, entertainment business world about the dance world. You know, I'm, I'm learning a lot more. Um, I'm learning how to, you know, write up my own forms and, you know, do a lot of Google Docs and, you know, different things like that. So um, it's all really, really exciting. I'm trying to work with a few um, uh, other dancers uh, to be hosts and judges at the the showcase, which is going to be in November. I believe I have the stone date. It's supposed to be November 17th. If not, it's still going to be in November. So, yeah. Coolness. Are you into, like... um trend dancing like there's a lot of trend dancing going on in the, in the dancing right now it's kind of like i want to talk about real quick it's just uh when i say trend dancing i'm checking like you know uh you know so like a lot of the, a lot of the rappers with the lils the little pumps and the little little this and uh, there's like this trend going on like how kids dance and for me um i think when i was first seeing it um I didn't really take it serious, and kind of to this day, I I don't. Cause it, I mean, it is it's a fun thing, but can we consider that an art? Because like, there's some kids that's literally not only just doing it seriously, but they're actually making money off of it. Because you know, like I think about the kid who came up with that one dance. Um, what is it called? Where he like kind of you rock your waist back and forth. Oh, the, the, the backpack kid. Yeah, yeah, the backpack kid. Like this the, kid um, is traveling. Oh you know He's what I mean? So With, Oh my goodness, that's not the name of that dance. I can't think of it. See, that's, well, that just goes to show how much I um, care. No, I'm just joking. Um, no, I, I honestly, you know, we're, we're old school. Well, we're new school, old school. <laughs> I, I don't know how old you are, but I'm, I'm 33. So, um, you know, back then we didn't have all that social media stuff. So that's how people are getting so famous um, these days. But... I don't really take it seriously. I mean, like, they're they're cute and fun. But, you know, from our time and, like, the time before, there's a lot of foundational-type dances. Like, you know, whacking or breaking and, you know, popping, locking, uh, stuff like that. Whereas today, it, 
this moves are just a trend now instead of a foundation. And I feel like that's where a lot of dancers and choreographers get lost. Like, it's okay. Like, I, I think it's cool that people, you know, put it in their dance and their choreography. And, you know, that's cool and everything. But, you know, like, like you said, now it's just more of a trending thing. Like, anytime there's a song that comes out, there's a new dance. And if, once that dance gets old, there's another new dance, you know. But um, I've spoken to so many people about this the evolution of dance is that somebody had to come up with something original for that dance to become a foundation so crumping for instance when tie-dyes made crumping that just looked like a bunch of arms being flailed around you know and stuff like that but it became foundation so foundational that people try to study it now and you know um really take it more seriously and actually compete and battle with it whereas something like the, the the dab or the what is it oh gosh the shoot that's not really a <laughs> a foundational thing <laughs> it, it is you can use it in a battle but there's really no hold to it like if you were to do break dancing and popping you know what i'm saying so um, i think it's more i think that the trending dances are more on the fun side than a foundational thing that's what i think yeah, it's kind of hard to call it an art just because the how it is and there's, I mean, the, the, the ease of learning it is just like overnight, you know what I mean? There's no hard put into like understanding like the concepts of it. And I think that's kind of like how it's supposed to, it's, it's kind of like mumble rap. It's like these guys can't really rap, but it's like super popular. So like yeah. they got, and it's not really hard to do what they do. Um um, but you know, it is what it is, you know, and I don't, I don't like, you know, scorn it, but I'm just not mentally, into it. but I think that it's good that we, sh maybe we should lean just cause a lot of kids, so many kids are into that and they want to see it. They want to, so it's like, okay. Yeah. Like you said, it's okay. They're like throwing in your choreography from time to time, but like, um, you know, teach, I don't, I don't even think any big choreographers even ever like teach that only. And I think that a lot of them feel probably the same way. So that's why you don't mm -hmm. see, uh, like I follow other guys, like my style is a little different, like Mike song, Wade Robson, like oh, so many, yeah. oh, yes. I have never seen these dudes do anything remotely trendy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so they, except, they for Anthony Lee. except for Anthony Lee. <laughs> yeah. I love Anthony Lee, but he, he occasionally does the low. And I, I actually know the guys who created the low, which is a funny thing, because <laughs> that's the thing. But no, I definitely agree with you. Like, I'm not into mumble rap. I never was. I don't understand. Like, quite literally, I don't understand what they're saying. So I, I can't really follow it. But, you know, I mean, as we get older, you know, things change. And, you know, it's, it's more for, the, the, you know, the generation of today. So when they see somebody who's our age doing their dance, they're like, oh my gosh, whoa, that's so cool, you can dance. Like, um, yeah, but it doesn't take much to do what you're doing because y'all don't have no foundation. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I teach kids a lot, and I'm always being told that we should try to, you know, lean more towards what the kids like today. And I'm just like, I understand that, but these, if they want to be dancers, they have to understand what foundation means, not just throwing a bunch of things together and thinking oh well you know this is the, you know 
this, this is it. And it's like, no, you have to have some sort of foundation somewhere. And like, if you want to be a, like a real pure dancer, um, like genuinely, you really have to understand like dance is like I said, e- you know, evolutionary. Um, you need to understand all arts, all you know, genres of dance, ballet. You know, like like even if you're a hip hop dancer, ballet can be, you know, mixed in with that. Because ballet is a great foundation for I I believe, like in my opinion, ballet is very foundational for all dance, to be honest. Like you see something, you see a pirouette somewhere in some in some form of dance, you know, or whatever. But that's just my opinion. I but I really can't get into the mumble rap thing. I really I, I, I tried. But I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hate to see one of those guys get into a battle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, but I think it's cool, though, because let's just say one of them just be like, you know what, I'm going to take dance seriously. Seriously. I mean, at least they can say that, like, they, they was a part of something that was, like, that caught the world's attention. And this just, I mean, if they wanted to take dance serious, serious, they can always just get into a break dancer or get into hip hop and kind of go that route of learning from a student perspective, what it is to dance and, but, and they become like a great dancer or whatever. And looking back, they can say, yeah, well, I started this trend dancing such as, you know what I mean? And they had the impact on like a lot of people. Um, you know, I was watching, uh, I, I really don't, I don't even really want to say this guy's name because I don't listen to his music like that. But I just like you, when you into this, hip-hop culture i mean you just listen to music see what's in there um but this guy little uzi vert <laughs> um oh, no. I, I definitely don't listen to his music but i, I seen one of his i think his latest video he's got imitating blade the uh, comic book character but anyways at the end of his video i caught him doing this he did one of those dances and i thought that i thought it was like real smooth the way he did it on the beat and i don't even know what it is what that what kind of dance that is <laughs> Uh, and it's probably gonna, you know, I mean, I can just, I really don't want to promote his 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 music, but, anyways, it was we, when it's done properly, like at a certain moment, maybe you catch it be at a certain time, maybe you know, I mean, it has that element. I think that's why yeah. it's a lot of, a lot of choreographers just throw it in at certain times, because mm-hmm. it has that element doing that right part of the song. So, okay, enough of that trend dancing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like uh, as far as like I think one thing that been, that's been on my mind as a dancer is uh, like how can dancers move into a space of like absolute uh, financial uh, stability and um, independence when it comes to dance because when I come from dancers you know work at Wendy's or Publix and then it's they, you know what I mean or whatever they work at whatever job and then they have to you know either do dancing at night teaching at a studio or mm-hmm been difficult for them to um even get to like battles and stuff like that so my my thing is like what do you see as far as like what can dancers do and um and even in our movies all of our movies is about us trying to do this full time like all the battle movies Mm -hmm. all about them running some type of battle so they can get 50 grand so they can finally do dancing full time um it's always been that struggle with as opposed to like you know, football where you just like throwing the ball up and down the court or, you know what I mean? I just never understood why the world never valued dancing to the point where dancers mm-hmm. are hired to do what they do full time, like a football player mm-hmm. would be hired, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Although I know that in the 2024 20, Olympic Games, I believe, um, 
they're going to be adding. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. That's going to be super dope. So they, and out of all styles, honestly, that they, they they couldn't have picked a better style just because yeah, they have, absolutely it's required to be a, a b-boy. I mean, they couldn't have chose a better style. And it's just mm-hmm. the it's foundation of hip-hop right there. Mm-hmm. It draws your attention, too, just because how big it is, how big the athletic they have to be. Um, so, like, what, what can dancers do or what have you done or what, what can you see in in the future um, to help dancers kind of go that independent route? Wow, that's a big question. You know what? I am still trying to figure that out myself. <laughs> um, I have done different things, of course, um, working and just trying to, you know, raise the money on your own or, you know, reaching out to different people to fund, uh, you know, different things for your business. Um, I... I can't even tell you now that I'm, I'm a full-time dancer, which still sucks. You know, it, it's been a really rough road for me lately, and I'm, it's nothing I'm even about to touch because that is just a system area. Um, but it, it, it still is kind of hard. Um, I do have a lot of friends that are full-time dancers. They just travel the world. But I, but I think that the key mostly is that if you – a lot of them just take chances, you know, um, some of us have children, some of us don't. Some of us take our take chances with our children. But my son is, you know, he has some things going on uh, health wise. So I can't. There's a lot of reasons why I can't just drop a lot of stuff and just go somewhere. You know, um, but a lot of my friends, I think, just travel dancing, and they kind of just take take the leap of faith that they, you know, that they're going to be caught, and you know, everything's going to be paid for in, in a different city, battling in a different city. Um, you know, um, I'm still working on some things for myself. Um, I'm, you know, trying to fund this, you know, this next showcase. Um, but honestly, I, 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 my advice for anybody, if you want to, you know, like really, really take that leap of faith, like just jump off the cliff and just, you know, travel as a dancer, just go ahead and do it. Like, there's really nothing to hold us back. Not, not really. I mean, like everybody has their own dream. So there depends on what's holding you back. You know, I let a lot of stuff, and I regret it to this day. I let a lot of stuff stop me from being a full-time dancer. Um, I let a whole lot of things just kind of get in, get in the way, and you know, I'm kind of like <laughs> paying for it now. But it doesn't stop me from dancing. There was a time where I wanted to stop dancing because I felt like, well, shoot, I'm not even, I don't have a job in my element. Like I'm working at all these different studios, and you know, they're kind of fickle about different things. You know. But I didn't, you know, it, it just, so it just became very hard for me. And I, I wanted to just really, just like, you know, throw in the towel for my dance career. So many of my friends laughed at me when I said, oh, I feel like dance is leaving me. Like, dance can't leave you, Sky. I'm just like, well, I feel like it, <laughs> you know. And then I eventually realized dance really never left me. Because every five seconds, I'm thinking of new choreography <laughs> or something. <laughs> You know, but um, to make your dream a reality is is harder said than done. Like people think it's just so easy. It's really not because it depends on what's going on in your life. So, um, long story short, I just feel like if you really want to take that leap, just just do it. You know, being financially stable is never going to be something that 
as a dancer or as a business person or anything. Being financially stable is never for sure because you can have money today and it could be gone tomorrow. So I, I don't think we should really lean on um, money. If, it, if, it's, if it's a real true passion and an art for you, I would say just do it. And if you get picked up by an agency or if you get, if your video gets seen by like somebody like Missy Elliott or even Janet Jackson, you know, cause she recently had an audition, I think like not even recently, like, like sometime last year, which was super dope. Cause she's never done that. Um, I feel like if, if that happens, like we, we have, we live in the day and age of social media. So we can really use that you know, as an advantage, as opposed to a couple of years ago where that was not even a thing for people like you and me. We didn't have that. It took longer. So nowadays, little kids are getting picked up as dancers. But um, <laughs> I don't want to prolong that because I'm sure you have something to say about that too. That's yeah. just my advice. Just really like jump jump for it. You know, it's always going to be a work in progress. That's just how it is. Yeah, I think social media has helped us out so much um, in creating those opportunities. Um, um, I mean, cause like, I mean, I just had some crazy, like this is something that really bothered me. And the only unfortunate thing, like I, I, I disagree with as far as like just going for it is the fact that how bad I like, how bad we need money. Like the reality yeah. of the necessity of, of having money is like really hit me hard at my age because I really wish I was really into finances when I was in like elementary school because oh my God. it would have helped me out so much so like we we can't we can we can go for it leap of faith but we have to be thinking about how can i support myself or if someone's depending on me how can i support them um so like money is like a huge part of like you know doing this because you have to be able to eat you have to be able to sleep you got to get you know, music, you got to get equipment, they got to have laptops, you got to have mobile, you got to have a lot of these things, these tools to help you get out into the marketplace and actually um, be valuable enough to like make money for yourself. And then, because the dancing was, what's cool about dancing and being dancers that uh, our, our, our art is based off of motion so like that is able to open other doors for us like acting like i know i'm like like jay chenna with that she's like huge on instagram like she's gotten she's like into acting she's like was been on like 300 like our gift opens us up to other avenues so like having the exposure of social media opens you up to like different opportunities acting um you know other sports related maybe uh stuff that you're into like the, it just it broadens the, the you know, so you can get into like music um dancing with artists and if you just happen to be a rapper or singer and you're a dancer like it can just filter into different things and it helps us out because like our, our, we can um, we can emotionally tap into like you know other people's emotions just by our own art. So, anyways, uh, as far as like one thing that I see is going to happen, and I think it, dancers are starting to pick up on it slowly but surely, it's actually online classes. So, like, um, let's say instead of having like uh, each dancer or a dancer that's like you know I want to take this full time, instead of them investing in a studio. They can use social media to build a following, right? And then teach online classes. I was just on Jaja. Uh, I forgot her name. She Jaja. The, the she's from like Russia or something. She, yeah, 
she teaches classes on Vimeo, and I know Steezy, Steezy.com just, just dropped theirs. So imagine each dancer out there develop a brand, they develop a following for themselves, and then they start teaching classes online. So now they have like 30 plus thousand or however many followers they have, and each of them are, are, are buying into their monthly classes or however much. Now this dancer can provide for themselves. Now, if you do 30,000 people times $5 a month or $7 a month or $20 a month, however much that is, you can support yourself just by that one avenue. Granted, there's still hard work that has to be put in. You have to build a following. You have to, you know, you know, you have to put in that type of work. But I see in the future that dancers, more and more dancers, are gonna like take hold of that, and they're gonna build their own personal brand where people want to take classes from them. Yes, they can go to anybody, especially on Steezy. They got all the dancers on there, but people still come to your class in your city. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you build a brand with them you have people that, that can subscribe to what you're doing and your style, whatever you have to bring and different elements or different services that you bring as a dancer. Like wedding choreography is huge. You know what I mean? I didn't even know it was that huge until I typed it into YouTube and seen the views that like each of the, 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 the videos was like in the millions. So people are like into that. So like if you can be a wedding choreographer, that's a, that's a way of like, you know what I mean? A, a revenue stream for you as well. So, so much to be said about that. But um, that's just something that's been ruminating on me for like a long time. And I think dancers in the future is going to like catch on to that, and it's going to actually be a thing for us. Um, it's still, it's still youth, it's still young right now, and even Steezy has launched. So, but I just think it's going to be a thing in the future, as opposed uh, to what it. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. So uh, uh, we at twenty seven right now. Any thoughts on um, you know, uh, like I I did want to ask you this. Like, who influenced you? Who who influenced you the most as far as um? <laughs> well, geez, Tony. I mean, you can't you can't really put one person in there. But I mean, it's so cliche to say, but it started off with Michael Jackson, obviously. Um, but it, it wasn't solely based off of him. It started off with him, and then, of course, as the years progressed, there were different dancers that were just amazing. I can't even, you know, you know, uh, <laughs> name a few. Oh, um, gosh, what is it? Uh, Tony Caesar. Okay. Okay, so I was actually in a dance group with him a long time ago. With him, with him and a girl named... Um, Danielle, I believe. It was called um, Under a Group, and we used to perform at the UCF Arena. And it just kind of, like, spun off from there, because that was my first, like, real showcasing, like, big-time group. And so he was kind of, like, a big inspiration uh, along with, you know, as well as she, but I don't know what she's doing these days. But when I saw how big he blew up, I was like, oh, okay. But, no, like, people like Yaya, yo, I love her. She actually presented my group um, last year with the uh, at the um, World of Dance Orlando because we, we actually won second place. But um, yeah, just that that that's really it. As far as time, Yaya, Tony, Anthony Lee, um, what's the name? Ian Eastwood, Brian Pussbud. I I can name a whole bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of endless. I'm really influenced by a lot of the old heads. So we're talking like Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire. Oh, um, now, if that, now, if you want to talk about that, 
If you want to talk about yeah. that, <laughs> I'm like, it's like, uh, I mean, there's a flamenco dancer named Carmen Amaya. I'm totally, I've been totally influenced by her. Just and it was more so not, it was more so her passion about you know her, what she does and, and and not so much her dancing. Even though she was an incredible dancer, it was just her her facial expressions, her her energy was crazy. Um, yeah, like old heads like that. I'm inspired by their choreography, man. You didn't even give me a chance. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't even give me a chance because I, if, if I didn't know that's what you were talking about, absolutely no. Me and my sisters grew up on musical theater, point blank, period. I am still into that stuff. Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire, um, actually, was Danny Kaye. Well, Danny Kaye was more of a comedian, but um, yeah, but no, like, definite for sure. Um, you know, back, back in the day, that was for sure where I definitely loved dance because it was the art back then. Is so different from today. Like I feel like back then, it, it was the artistry was just so pure and clean, and it's just like it's hard to explain. But that's where a lot of the um, stuff that we see today comes from. So you yeah, know, definitely, that's my baby. Jim Kelly is my baby. <laughs> yeah, Fred Astaire was a killer. With my favorite scene, is, which uh, Fred Astaire is when he was dancing with the cane. And then it went in. Are we over the time? Huh? Are we over our time? I think you went out. Um, no, your voice oh, is. Okay. No, yeah, you're good. Okay. Yeah. Well, what did you do? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're pushing the envelope on this. I just wanted to, you know, kind of get your yeah, your thoughts on things, and hopefully, man. Yeah. I think I think this kind of sets the stage for a follow up. You know what I mean? We got busy days. We want to go ahead and get to it. But um, Mrs. Sky Lee, Sky Dancer, thank you for being on my first ever Boo podcast. Man, I just I just one of the first. It's an honor. Yeah, man. So I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, going chop it up, and then um, yeah. Hopefully we can get a follow up, and then uh, just kind of whatever's new in our lives or whatever we're doing with dancing, we can kind of bring that to the forefront as well. So. Again, thank you, Sky. This is uh, Tony J. Hill with Dance Food Dojo Podcast, man. Thank you guys for listening in. Until next time, keep dancing.